0: All right. Well, now that we've finally talked about doubles from the deep, uh, we can start digging into, I guess, the rest of yeah. season one of *The Game of Rassilon*. Great stuff. Uh, so, welcome back, everybody. Uh, if you're hearing this, it means we have split our marathon question answering session—the uh, second one of those—into into, uh, into uh, two episodes. Which means this is episode three. That's a yes. lot of math, but it's not as confusing as to figure out, you know, which regeneration is which, incarnation is which. Actor, So you know, yeah. it's it's just as confusing. You're used to that kind of math. Welcome back. Yeah. You
1: you th- I th- I think uh, what we'll do is we'll we'll jump straight into it but before we do that, which means we're not jumping straight into it. Um Riley, do you want to remind everyone quickly about Who for schools?
2: Yeah, in case this is still ha- well let's let's leave a gap in case this isn't air until October's over at this point. Yes. But um mm. yeah, we're still in October of twenty nineteen. Uh Who for Schools is a really great charity drive to raise money for educational uh charities throughout the world. So a lot of Doctor Who podcasts are teaming up to do it. It was the brainchild of Joy Piedmont and Graham Burke from Reality Bomb. And essentially, we, we had a lot of fun. Several of us from different podcasts recorded commentary tracks for season 26, which is the final season of Classic Who with uh, Spencer McCoy. And so it was really fun to do. And anybody who donates to the charity during the drive gets to get access to the feed of those podcasts so check that out so yeah just go to, to tinyurl.com slash whoforschools or just go on on Twitter and look for hashtag who for schools and you don't have to donate to a specific charity it's just the idea is to raise money for education on behalf of this this drive so if you as long as you do it if you send a copy of your receipt to the who, who for schools organization the foundation not foundation but like the email address that's on the site, They'll give you access to those those commentaries, and they will also uh be happy to enter you into the drawing, and you can win prizes. Like we said, we're donating a signed set of Doctor Who role playing game dice, and we are also we will make you a named NPC on season two yes. of Game Wrestling. Yeah, uh,
0: unofficial prize as well. If you get me really drunk, I'll just do a commentary on Scream of the Shocker for you, unprompted. It'll happen.
1: You'll be the only person who will be present for that. Commentary. Just me
0: screaming at a flash yes. animation. It's going to be great. All
1: right, <laughs> so we're going to hand over to past us, who have already discussed the uh, the back end of uh, the first season of.
0: Hopefully, right now we're wrestling. done talking about that. And uh,
1: yeah, take it away, <laughs> past us.
0: Release me from the past. I'm uh-huh. trapped here. Hello, Doctor Hugh <laughs> 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 Sweet Dr. Jesus, Sorry, me. You say doctor Hugh? Say Dr. Hugh? Yeah. Oh, I'm Doctor Hugh, Dr. Hugh. Yeah, yeah. House. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm returning to the new Star Trek Pickard. I am Doctor Hugh of the Berg. You may have heard of my friend Savine of Min.
1: Let's talk about, and I, I think it's weird because I know that we haven't really touched on it a lot, but let's talk about, um, what's the last serial called again? I don't know. In, Infinite Staycation. Go away. Infinite Staycation. Thank you very much. Actually, that was the working was title. The it's called Get <laughs> Out. We changed the name after we finished recording the episode, I think. I think that's when we shifted it to Get Away, but it was Infinite Staycation. I will tell you this. I don't know that I told Michael this at the time. Um, this was actually an, an idea for a TV show that my mother pitched me. 15 years ago was this idea of, this, her, her idea was like this this company that sold vacations to parallel universes and each episode would be a different person wanting you know going and getting the, you know requesting their vacation going cool to this parallel world show, yeah like kind of yeah. sci-fi fantasy island yeah and she pitched that to me and I remember thinking that's a really good idea I'm going to f- store that away and when we were thinking about what we were going to do for our season finale I I remember saying to you and I don't think I told you it was uh, I'd stolen this idea wholesale from my Deceased dead mother. I don't remember that, no. Yeah. We're saying, yeah. what if, a monster. what if we, yeah, she, she, she can't sue, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I mean, she did, she did pitch it to you. Yeah. And so you bought yeah. it, I guess. Yeah. Um, you inherited it. but I, I, do want to attribute that to her, my, my, my wonderful late mother, Jackie Patton. There's a little That's bit of my wonderful. parents in, I think, every serial that we've done because I'm, I'm, I'm that person. But, um, that idea of, I, when I, I pitched that idea to you and we wanted something that kind of, could be a big season finale.
3: Oh um, boy, howdy was it? <laughs> yeah,
1: um, especially because um, that I, that idea of the the heroes being sent off to parallel universes um, is something that I've thought about. If I would if, if I were to do it as an episode of Doctor Who, how would I do it? So this is an idea that's been turning over in my head for a very very long time, and I'm glad that we got again that we got to, to execute on that. That's marvelous. But um, the way that everything came together. Michael having the and it was your idea, the brilliant idea to bring back Russell Turner as a good guy. Um, that, yeah, that was out of nowhere. Y- a genius! Like again, to, and that that again that grew out of the character interaction that that Riley as the Doctor had with Russell and kind of kind of turning him at the end of the episode. That's that is the kind, that's the story development that grew out of your actions. That's something we could not have done without. The choices that you made and it was a great choice too
2: because then it gave the doctor reason to suspect millie at the beginning of the episode when mm-hmm. when they first reunited yeah and so it, it allowed for there to be that like little bit of coldness at first and not just the cool you're back and we're fine again like it was cool to have that character conflict yeah of of like millie being like you left me and the doctor being like you're working with this jerk yeah. like what's going on and like, that
4: think, was
1: great i think part of what makes that Trickier for you guys is, it's one of the rare occasions where my cat is absolutely in love with those blinds. Yeah. Um, we gave, we gave Melinda, um, foreknowledge. Like, we told her, here's what Millie's been doing for the last five months. It's not even a formal. Yeah. That makes sense for her yeah. to know that. Yeah. 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 It yeah. makes sense for her to know that so that yeah, when We sat she... down
0: after a Roman holiday. Yeah. Like after we like... recorded, we were like, okay, so, I think it's gonna be like six months. Yeah. And we, we I think we we'll settled of... on five, but yeah. Yes, yeah, uh, five months.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. but, uh, <laughs> so. So it's five months, can you, can Michael. You, this I'm not longer. having this argument again. It was five months, 13 days, and 14 hours. We're not even rounding up to six. <laughs> uh, but yes, the, the idea, you know, giving, giving Melinda that information uh, ahead of time... Which I think makes that conversation that she has with Russell that the Doctor overhears a little bit more sinister because if you don't know, I I I knew what was happening mm. and you knew what was happening and Melinda knew what was happening. I what what went through your I mean even even Dan kind of listening to that conversation even though Travis wasn't present. Mm. What were you guys thinking in that moment? Like what 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 was your thought process in there? Because I'm very keen to hear what you took a, you know initial your initial take on that situation was. I took
2: it as. Millie had been in this place for a little while and that she had, like, made decisions to keep herself alive mm. or keep herself doing something and had, like, maybe over the course of time compromised and compromised oh. and compromised so now she was working with this organization just to, like, survive. Mm. And that, like, yeah, I, I very much had this moment of doctor, like, I don't trust this person and I don't... And it was strange to have that moment of Millie being like, well, you left me behind because it was like, no, we literally tried to save you and you weren't there and so that was like a cool character like disconnect that yeah. was like fun
1: to roleplay. play that that was, it was so much fun to listen to as well so to hear um i think that's one of the it's one of the moments i think where mel really sold the mm-hmm. um that that frustration and desperation and uh and and also i think the love of Someone I care about, someone I trusted, has abandoned me, mm-hmm. and here you are again, like nothing has happened. Because from your perspective, very little has happened. You, you guys, you know, you you went to Sheffield, you you went to a, you went to the. What you did was you popped to the library, and then you swung by the sea millie. Like that's yeah, that's what you did from your perspective. But from her perspective, it's been five months. So I think, I think my favorite moment. I, I feel slightly awkward talking about her while she's not in the room. But my favorite moment of role play. Uh, that, that Melinda brought to the table is that interaction that you guys had. I would love that. In it. that finale. Mm, yes. Yeah. I think it's one of the most, <coughs> Getaway contains, uh, some of the most potent and powerful moments of the show. Um, and some of the some of my favorite character moments. And, and that is absolutely one of them. Like that interaction you had, your distrust and her frustration and the way that those two things dovetailed and, <laughs> and, and the, uh, you know, <laughs> the decision to, like, give you the, like, the, 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 the to give Travis the kind of, you know, sibling, like, was it punch on the arm and the hug kind of?
3: Si- that was in part two. That was in part yeah. two, yeah. So, yeah, so, but jumping back to part yeah. one, um, since Riley and I had no idea what had happened during Roman Holiday, like, it was, you know, since Travis wasn't in that initial scene where mm. she's talking to Russell, it was like, um, on a TV show or whatever, like when they do a time jump, like, yeah. um, I know, okay, spoilers. There's a time jump in Battlestar Galactica. I'm sorry if anyone who's listening didn't know what? that. I won't tell you when or where.
2: I've but, seen it. I was kidding.
3: Yeah. But it was Episode that. Two. <laughs> yeah, it's every every thirty three minutes they jump yeah. they jump. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. God, <laughs> Episode one ever. of course being the mini series in its entire. Yeah.
3: Thirty three is one of the best episodes of TV ever. It's, anyway. It sold me uh, on the whole show. Oh yeah. Um but it i I I love when uh a show I'm really invested in or something does that because you are not only seeing the characters in new circumstance, but you also have to play the mental connect the dots of what happened in between and they always get to the point. So it was um it, i was genuinely like what happened what what happened in that episode i wanted to know and then when um when millie does find travis and you know she does hug him but then starts going into the you abandon like i personally felt like like it cut me to the quick almost <laughs> and, and i think that's why i had travis like um really being like i swear we We did everything we could, like, and, and which then completely led to the, what I hope came across as an earned moment at the, you know, the, before the, the, the escape from the parallel dimension. But like, my voice quavers when I said, you know, we would never leave you behind. It was like, I really, I was trying to convince this fictional character that we were really trying to L- Listening yeah.
1: Listening to that episode again. And again, when it, I told you this in the last last time we got together where I was li- my re listener was going up one and a half speed so that I could get through it as quickly as possible. And I went back to regular speed to listen to the last like ten, fifteen of Getaway Part Two. When you said when Travis says, uh, I, I told you we would never leave you, that's for me, that's the first moment where I get a lump in my throat. Like that's that's, Thank you. <laughs> it, it really, like that whole, that whole, I think, let's just talk about that. Let's talk about that last 10 minutes, the last 10, 15 of, of, of parts. I listened to it have. again last night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's just, I, you know, there's, there's a few moments in role playing where looking back at it, you're like, I kind of can't believe that we collectively made this thing happen yeah. in mm-hmm. all, all out of the nowhere. And it's just like, that is one of those moments. Like I just, I think there was a, there was like a, a palpable just, like vibe in the room Mm. like everyone was just on it and it was like electricity and we were all just kind of like feeding off each other and like i remember when we like finally broke for the next episode we all needed like a little bit of time we were like that was just like so good like we were all just so proud of it and it i almost wish that it could have been the end of part three and that could have been like what led into the finale because like it was such a good moment but, like, I know we needed that, like, mm. a little bit more ground to cover. And it's too bad that it was so good. But at the same time, like, there are some of those fun other shows where, like, the second last episode of the season has this, yeah. like, big thing that leads into the finale. And then yeah. you know what's
3: going to happen. And there. I've said Dr. this Huffy. to this group before, but this is for those who are listening for the first time. But I equate uh Getaway Part 2 to Heaven Sent. Um, it's just, it's second to last episode and it's uh it's almost a self-contained adventure in that there's real peril and especially at the end of the episode when uh when riley is you know she's she's in full-on i almost want to say war doctor mode you know it's like the end of heaven sent when the doctor shows up on gallifrey and it's you know Mm tell them yeah. i'm here and that's you know you know they it, did the one thing that they should never do they made me angry and oh, that's such a doctor yeah moment. it's such oh. it, it, yeah it was it, it was it, and then it led into our hell bent Truthfully, we actually
2: had to retake that because yes. i said a ter- i mean i didn't swear but we were like on the fence and we weren't sure it's like okay let's just make a less dirty version yeah. of this line yeah
0: yeah because no, it's like yeah the, yeah we did a couple
1: of takes of that just just for safety but yeah. uh for me it was real for Ooh. me, the, uh, the, uh, the, if I have to equate it to a moment in Doctor Who, the two that come to mind are, um, the, uh, the Time of Angels, where it's, there's one thing you should never put in a trap, me. Oh, I was mm. definitely channeling that one. Yeah. Guy, yeah. Mm. Uh, and then there's, um, uh, Eccleston at the end of, of, uh, Bad Wolf, where he says, uh, no, I, it means no, Rose, I'm coming to get you. Like, that's, that's the other moment that, yeah. that came to mind. And it's like every, bri- I, I have to, and I've, again, I can't stop saying enough, Riley, just how perfectly pitched your take on the Doctor is, and how. Um, We're very lucky. I, <laughs> I, guess we are. I, I I, do sometimes feel a little bit like uh, like Stephen Moffat getting to write for Peter Capaldi. Not in the sense that you are you are Capaldi, but like, for me, that's. I mean, like, I would have taken that, but alright. <laughs> for me, it's like yeah,
0: it's, I would have I left that compliment.
1: One of my favorite writers <laughs> writing for what became my favorite Doctor, and you have become. My favorite doctor. Uh I'm not even kidding. Uh, And the fact that the fact that I get to throw stories at you and see what you do is just it's an absolute delight.
3: I want to stand up on this couch and salute you and go, Oh Doctor, my doctor,
2: (laughs) right now. Uh. Uh, I feel very like fleshy and now I don't know what to do. Good. Um (laughs) it's just alright. Alright, thanks. Um (laughs) no, I just yeah, I it's just it's a very heavy character Mm. to try to inhabit. There's so much history to it outside of me. There's so much of my own personal history that's attached to it that like it's you know, I, I've written a lot about how much the show got me through a very specific point in my life, yeah, you know, talking about transition and stuff like that. <laughs> so I am always so even though this is just a fan made podcast and it's you know, it it's not a big finished audio and it's not the show, like I still feel as much like I have a responsibility to still play the Doctor as yeah. true to the doctor as as she is in my mind as like as a character as a symbol as like as an important mm. thing like i i have no right to half ass it and I, mm. I like and so i feel scared of it sometimes cuz i'm like i there's a lot that i can screw up with this and like this character means so much to a lot of people and means so much to me that like it's heavy and it's tough and so and there are episodes where I'm kind of like, Oh, I don't think that I was like doing my best doctor right now. But like this was one episode when it was over where I was like, wow, I really, really feel like I hit my doctor in that moment. And I was like so proud of it. And like, but not only that, the only reason why I was able to do it was because Dan and Mel both just like brought it with a companion game. Like the fact that we like had this, it wasn't just the, this doctor moment. It was like, I, you know, we had, the the travis and 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 millie like tuning into her from across the Mm -hmm. galaxy was just such a fantastic moment and the way those kind of all came together and and also the yeah just like the idea of this universe crumbling around them and not being able to do anything about it and like what that meant and like knowing like we have to get back to our universe so this doesn't happen to it as well and then also just the like weight of what the tardis means to the doctor and like that, when I realized you were going to let me interact with this TARDIS the way that I would normally interact with my own TARDIS, and we like got to play that out and how that would go, like I was legitimately sad when that TARDIS died. Mm-hmm. Like when that TARDIS like had to crap out at the end, and I and I was like, at first I was like, well, I take a piece of it and put it in my TARDIS, and I'm like, well, I can't leave its corpse just lying on the ground here, I, and that's why I have like all absorbed into yeah. my TARDIS a little
1: bit. I think that. Cause my, when, when you had, you spent those joy points and I had, you know, I said, yep, okay, here's the TARDIS. My thought process was Riley's probably going to use this TARDIS to get back to, uh, to their home dimension, which absolutely makes sense and is brilliant and beautiful. And I love it. There cannot be a second TARDIS. So I, I, I went into that exchange knowing this TARDIS is not going to survive the journey. And I think that as I was, I was v- describing what I saw in my head, basically, and it's kind of it's difficult to kind of recapture exactly how it felt in that moment without sitting and listening to it, which I'm not going to do because I'm not going to do a podcast where I listen to a podcast that's actively insane. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, it, my headspace at the time was how describing what I was seeing, and then I, I think it's impossible for me to separate how I think that would have felt to me as a viewer, and I think that. I think one of the things that you mentioned in in the the previous behind the screen was that, you know, it's almost as if I've been watching Doctor Who my entire life. Someone said that. Um <laughs> and that's if that's I, I think that's kind of what it what it came down to was the description of that You
2: might say I've been thinking about it all my life.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's to uh it's it's it, and it's that. You and know, next like tip. I think that whatever I think if you hadn't decided to kind of I think if you hadn't decided to kind of absorb the TARDIS, I think what I would have had it done is kind of, for want of a better word, like Thanos snap away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like what you did more. Um, and, like, listening listening to that, actually, um, and this is some stuff that Mike and I will be having a conversation about, uh-huh. gave me ideas for season two. Ooh. Um Which is... I'm going to forget that I've said this. Yeah. <laughs> we will We'll, we'll, we'll remind definitely you. definitely <laughs> remind yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I mean, uh, already the conversation <laughs> Ben and I have been having the, those scenes and, and the whole, uh, uh, situation of your TARDIS integrating this other TARDIS mm. uh, for us was a, was a, and plus with the randomizer now gone, there's, so just, much stuff there's all, the all these elements too. now that have come together. Mm-hmm. And there where, were,
2: you guys did a great job. In the other universe of seeding hints at what's to come with plot mm. as far as like with, oh, by, yeah. by having mm. Maxwell and by having like the previous version of me, the, the idea that at the beginning of the scene, I essentially was regenerated into me as, from a previous version of me that was there. That was interesting. Mm. Yeah. And, like, Something. Yeah. Sorry. No,
1: uh, go ahead, please, Dan.
3: Well, I uh, like, I know we keep like talking about the last 10 minutes <laughs> of that episode, but I think that the entirety of this episode is. Um, so well laid out right from the get go. Mm -hmm. Like when you're describing each of the characters locations, it's like you describe, uh, the doctor being trapped on Gallifrey. Like in my mind, I'm seeing the orange colors of the sky, you know, in Travis's New York, where the sky is gray. Like, like all these color palettes, like match with each of the audio descriptions. It's just so. Like they're you, you guys did such a great job of not just plucking our characters out of their home, but putting them in this like unbelievably realized yeah. one.
1: We, <laughs> I, I did something kind of accidental because, and I don't think I described a color palette for um for the small hadron collider project, but in my mind's eye, it's very the, the the color palette is very much kind of that almost like sepia tone because I think me I, too. I picture the. <laughs> Uh, a lot of the, like, the, 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 like, early shield facility stuff from, um, okay. from, from Captain America. Yeah. Um, that, me too. That is so 100% what I a picture. Res- yeah. Yeah. And as a result of that, we have, we have gray, uh, brown and orange, which is kind of, but not quite the Pride chapter colors. Whoops. Yes. Uh, no, that, no whoops. That's accidentally perfect. Mm. Um, I, I want to, I think we need to talk about episode three because we've not talked about that well, at all the other two I want to talk
2: about just the world building in general mm. of the, like, parallel universes bleeding into each other and so you've got like this version of this this universe's version of this character and this universe's version of this character which gets to episode 3 where there's this fight scene that happens where it's the same character fighting different versions of themselves yeah. and like that was really interesting the way reality kept like fading, folding in and out on itself and like also because like I'm just, that was a part where I could imagine watching the show of like Oh my god, this scientist has been the other universal scientist this whole time, and the one that they thought they were working with has been like dead for a long time yeah. and we didn't know it. Like that was really cool. And then just also to get into episode three, the reveal it 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 didn't click with me right away, and I wish that I had caught on sooner. That the reveal that they've been on Scarrow this whole time.
1: Well, I that don't was... think I don't think it's your fault that you didn't click on that because I think listening to it um and also uh uh uh
0: it was supposed to not be clear. It wasn't supposed to be super end, clear, you know? but
1: then also a um, uh, friend of the show, uh, uh, Lynn Martins, I had a conversation with her at her birthday, Shindig, last weekend, and she said, so when when was it mentioned that they're on Scarra? Because I feel like I missed that. And that's the one, I, I, I wish that we hadn't been quite as oblique about that Um yeah, I think you mentioned something about the moons in the yeah, first I, I episode, and that was I'm, kind of we it. We seeded a little bit in episode one with the moons, and also
2: the TARDIS really not wanting to go yeah, there, the but there's a lot of places TARDIS
1: will want to go. That's why it's like, <laughs> yeah, because it, it could be Gallifrey, it yeah. could be
2: because it knows something's yeah. wrong, or That's like the Eye of the Storm in time. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. and there's, there's also, I, I think that there are, there, are things that if I wish I'd made clearer in episode three is that the reason reality is breaking down is specifically because they're on Scarrow and there are no Daleks on Scarrow
0: anymore, and. Um, yeah, the yeah. idea is it's like this uniquely thin space. Yeah.
1: Worn because and I of feel like, yeah, happening. I feel like <laughs> the time worn stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, well, particularly because of what Rassilon has done in no, the actor world. Which we'll, we'll be getting into in yeah. season two. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh,
1: yeah, there's, there's stuff that <laughs> I wish that we'd gotten into more. Like, one of the things I listening back to it when, at the end of part one, when you guys were about to get spread across the multiverses, like basically killed, and you tried to Sonic the device, I love that you did that because in my mind, that is the thing that instead of killing you, your that 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 action is why you got spread, you know, s- separated into separate parallel universes. Like mm-hmm. you survived because you did the thing. Didn't I do a thing where I sucked the, the time
0: ring? Yeah, the ring in the field too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a big part mm-hmm. of it too. Yeah, I'm so so out.
1: those two mm-hmm. things combine. Like in my mind's eye, that's why you guys ended up in the three universes that you ended up in instead of dying but i didn't i don't think i said that at the time and i, I wish i had done but i but I, I don't think that that needed to be explicitly stated i
2: think that yeah. actually made sense in the narrative of like because yeah. because i did the ring in the song i think that's why yeah. we ended up where yeah. we did
1: yeah but i i, I wish I, I don't necessarily think the Scarrow stuff needed to be more obvious but i do wish we hadn't been quite so oh, ugh, ooh with it you know? i think it should
2: have been one a little bit more in one direction or like, the other. And either that's never been
1: mentioned. more, I think. It's like a Scotia. Yeah, that's the way you could have said it. So yeah. Um, that's a
2: common um, phrase. Sure. Oh, extremely. Um, Irish. I, yeah, I just think that like maybe one direction, one way or the other. So. We couldn't like, get one direction. We tried to get yeah, the rights,
4: but they, yeah, they're just so I almost said it myself. Yeah, I almost yeah, said a Harry Styles or, or <laughs> whatever his name is. Um, I,
2: well, I think that, I think that basically either it could have been mentioned, not been mentioned yet and then talked about next season or it could have been like. Yes. More clear about. Yeah, I think
1: where it landed, it was a, I felt a little lost on it. Yeah. But I, I also think that that gives us an opportunity to, um, to kind of establish that a little bit more clearly at the beginning of season two. Mm. There is a line of dialogue that we wrote for one of the NPCs in, uh, Getaway that because so much was happening, I kind of lost track. I forgot to say. And we are, was it boots? Boots, <laughs> Yes. Um, and that is going to be incorporated into, uh, the first serial of season two because I think it is such a, uh it kind of i don't want to i'm not going to say too much more than that but there there are certain uh-huh. elements things that michael and i uh had planned that we for one reason or another didn't pop up in getaway mm. that are going to be uh seeded throughout season 2 as we kind of build toward towards that that
0: season's finale yeah we kept um, really trying to pile on we were like every <clears throat> excuse me we were really trying to pile on explaining everything and then we were like oh we can have some cake and eat it as well and we threw in that Roman's note was actually Rassilon's note which was like we should never have done that it was a huge mistake let's all just pretend it never happened Uh, it's not canon well
1: I mean it has happened it's
0: the threshold episode of Voyager we're not going to talk about it
2: uh, it's I mean, non-canon. It, unfortunately, it yeah. was the end of the season, so it kind of did have to happen. It's part of the That, anyway. was, that, can, that uh, was something that really made me mad as a player, yeah. we talked about it a little yeah, bit. It
0: was, a, it it, was yeah. a huge mess, and we honestly don't need it. Like, Raslan's still showing up, and, and all the circumstances that, like, it that no thing was literally just us, like, trying to have her kicking you, too. And, like, yeah,
2: you, reason, it, why, reason why it bugged me was just because it then made it so the doctor canonically had left mm-hmm. the behind, and, mm-hmm. like, without looking for her, and that's why it really bugged me. Because it was like, I the idea that, like, because it was the familiar handwriting, and I think it was because, like, we had the familiar handwriting, and we also had Roman yeah. saying to Millie, do you want to go home? And so it was, like, structured in a way where it's, like, you recognize it, and, and like, mm-hmm. out of character, it's Roman. And that's, that's Roman, the thing. Huge mistake. But, like, yeah, I would have, like, if, if, if the handwriting is familiar to me, then, like, I would have known it was Raslon's I would have known it was Romans, but because it's audio, it's a tricky. And I think play
1: that's the thing. I don't think the our implication was never that it was familiar because you know it's Rasilon's handwriting. I, at the, the time we weird. had that idea it was that's Romans handwriting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we, when when
2: it got retconned, yeah. it, Which was dumb. it changed my doctor's decision making in a way that I had no agency yeah. over. Mm-hmm. And that like really frustrated me. Like I remember like ranting to Dan about it on the way down to Comic Con because I had just heard the episode and I was like I I wouldn't have done that if I had known that. Like, I was mad about it. Like, And you're absolutely right to be mad about that. And again, that's... But I may have been overreacting a little bit, possibly. Well, at the same
0: time, I I mean, I only wrote up because, like... we shouldn't have done it. Like, it was, it was us. We were, we had all these things lined up. Where we were like, Oh, we're explaining this. Oh, we're setting up this thing for season two. Oh, we've got, we can finally bring Rassel on. Oh, let's also do this fun. Place. Was, like, throw some sprinkles on top. Like, I'm okay eh.
2: with my doctor making mistakes and doing the wrong yeah.
1: thing. But I but just want time. to be able to do
2: it. I want to have agency yeah. to do it. That's
1: all. And again, that's another learning, uh, a learning curve for, for season, for season two. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about what we have in mind for season two. And yeah. we're going to talk about that in just a moment, but we do have one more, uh, listener question about season one, which, uh, script scribbles, our, our, good friend, who I spoke about briefly in, yes. in the previous episode, um, asked us on Twitter today. Where do you get off? Uh, where, oh. where do you get off? Um, North where North would North. each North. cast crew member's ideal staycation ultimate universe be like? What would, what would each cast and crew member's ideal staycation
3: alternate universe be like? I mean, mine's going to be the same as Traps. <laughs> it's, it's a universe where I'm a Spider-Man Jedi with a hoverboard. <laughs> I mean, that's the answer. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Riley? Um,
2: I mean, I'm living it with this podcast. I would be the doctor and I would like, I would go to a universe where I'm the doctor. Oh, like, perfect. it'd be, it'd be the doctor or I'd be like living, it'd be basically what we did for the live show, and so I don't want to spoil that because I think it's going to come out after this is dropped. But yes, like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that I would like, yeah, I think I think it would be something like that, or it would be the Doctor. So, because when oh. when we got here, Dan was telling me this question, and he made it seem like it was an in character question, and I was like, well, the Doctor already is doing exactly that. She's just roaming <laughs> the universe, doing whatever she wants to do and being yeah, whoever she wants that's to just, be. At, at I I, I misremembered. Yeah. That was right. Yeah, no, you're good.
0: Michael, where would you go? Oh, this is. The tough part of this is like I'm overthinking it already because it's about the whole parallel universe thing. Yeah. So like the history yeah. nerd in me, yeah, I want to go to the alternate universe where where Franz Ferdinand wasn't assassinated and World War One didn't happen because I think like the entire arc of the 20th and 21st centuries 100 oh, yeah. changes. Like, I
2: did it. I did a um, it, it'd be incredible. A podcast about like the question was like what if you could change one event in history or like what time travel thing would you do? And I was like everyone talks about. Killing baby Hitler, you don't have to deal but with Hitler saving Archduke Ferdinand mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. actually making it so Hitler never matters. But mm-hmm. it, it it is fascinating. It the complete. Yeah, we can nerd about this for, for a long time. Oh, like yeah. it's it is it it significantly changes the entire course of history, and it's yeah. fascinating. I,
0: I I honestly think the I think about it all the time because I'm a time travel yeah. nerd, and with the question in yeah, front of me, too. like, yeah, if I had the option, I I, I would go to cool. you know,
3: 1938 B. I just want to know. <laughs> No, I dig it. Um, you th- you you plan some weird vacations, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know me.
2: But you would you would go 38 still. You wouldn't go to like now to see. No, the- I would absolutely I would go, to- go to 2019 yeah. B yeah.
0: because like. They'd have like hollow phones and like laser cars, like. Or they might they might actually not
2: because or, yeah, those I mean, two wars power, did yeah. so much to drive technology mm-hmm. that we may not have gotten some of the things. That yeah, we coal or even like, or like Russia might have become the dominant because like the mm. Russian mm. Empire still fell and became like like Stalin might have been able to like get more powerful yeah. without. Yeah, you know, so it's and just, if, there's so much happening. So. If
3: we hadn't done the Manhattan Project and we hadn't set off the nukes, and the aliens wouldn't have been deterred from, so we may have made first contact. There's a lot. No, <laughs> I mean the aliens came here
0: because we achieved
3: the power of the atom. That's the whole. That's the Foo Fighters in the fifties
0: and all. It's, it changes the
1: entire arc of our
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, there might not be a Doctor really? Who in that universe yeah. because yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, my answer to that question, I'm going to be kind of sappy and sentiment, uh, sappy and, and sentimental. I think anyone who knows me knows uh, a little bit about my family history and that my parents both passed away in 2014. I would just like to go to the 2019 where my parents got like another five, five, six years. I want to say, I want to be able to say goodbye to my mom. I want to spend some time with my mom. I want to be able to talk to my dad about Ke- Peter Capaldi's run because my dad died midway through Capaldi's first season and was very vocal about how disappointed he had been in it so far. And I would love to be able to talk about Heaven Sent and Hell bent with my dad. Like that's, um, that's something that's that the, the, the great tragedy of Capaldi's season uh, Capaldi's tenure of the doctor is that he very quickly became my favorite doctor. Mm-hmm. And I wish that my dad had lived so stupid, but I wish that my dad had lived long enough to see how Capaldi's era matured, because I know that my, my dad, my dad grew up, grew up a Doctor Who fan. He was born as the Daleks were making their debut on British television. And he grew up with it. And I'm the reason I grew up with it is because he grew up with it. And um, I would love to share that with him. I would love to, uh, you know, visit my mom and, and, you know, tell her everything I've, been, I've done and. Um, you know, maybe you still write. You still you after the episode? This yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to have to listen uh, to tell her this podcast exists. She yeah. wouldn't listen to it, but she'd be happy anyway. Uh, You know, there's, there's a lot of things I would like to be able to share that DVD collection with my dad. You know, yes. that's that's stuff that we never got to do. As it's it's sappy and it's sentimental. It's not a funny answer, but it's an honest answer. That's kind of that's the best answer that I can give to that question.
0: I've been listening to this very heartfelt uh, answer, and I've I've had a, a giggle going go this whole time because I'm thinking about. Your present-day parents going to T-Pop, which you told me used to be in yes. a workshop that they well,
1: my, took you to, which would be still wild. It's <laughs> crazy, because when we went to we went to T-Pop for a meeting with someone who will be a, making a guest, star. guest appearance on season two... Um, which is something we'll be doing in season two is more, more guest, uh, uh, bigger boards. Thank spaces. you to the people who came to our live show and supported us. Yes, yes, thank, thank you so much. So we really appreciate that. You guys paid for a better soundboard so that we can do that.
0: I literally have double the, uh, yeah. now. but great. the
1: meeting, the meeting place that we went is oh. where my, my dad and my stepmom, um, uh, got married actually when, oh. when it was a, 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 the, pre- the previous proprietors of that particular location.
2: Well, what I was going to say is that it, it's interesting that you mentioned how. Moffat is one of your favorite writers of the show, and that's why you're your favorite writer was your favorite doctor. Because the scenario you just described is such a Moffat type <laughs> scenario. Yeah. Like it is so much Clara getting to like say goodbye to Danny Pink inside yeah. the dream crab world and have that like actual farewell. Oh, yeah,
1: that episode broke because that was yeah. the Christmas after both my parents died. That episode <laughs> wrecked me. Yeah. It's it's and I, I it's not it's not I don't think it's anyone's favorite Christmas special but mine for that reason. Like, it's a very personal.
2: I actually really like it. Yeah. Um, I think it's the episode where Kapal, that's actually another bitterness of that is that that's the episode I think where like, not just a random writer, but Stephen Moffat felt like he now understood the 12th doctor and how yeah. to write for him. Absolutely. Cause I think that Jamie Matheson did it a little bit with his episodes in se- season eight. But I mm-hmm. think that like, it's really se- like that special in series nine is where it just started running on all cylinders and was perfect. But my brother passed away in 2012. And so, and I mean, he wasn't a doctor who fan, but like it, that was still like those eras were so much in my like peripheral of yeah. that like era of my life. And so, I can definitely, like, it's oh, not yeah, the same like, at all, but I can relate to that, that, like, the sweetness yeah. and also kind of anger you have at these characters who get to have these yeah. good vibes that we don't get to have like, in our life. Yeah, Death
1: in Heaven, like Dogwater, Death in Heaven, Last Christmas, and then a year later with Heaven Sent as an allegory for grief. Like, <sighs> those stories yeah. at those, like, oh, my God.
4: That's like,
2: why, yeah, as much as, like, Series 11 has its issues um i think that's why like i connected with it takes you away in ways a lot of other people mm. didn't because i was like it takes mm. you away is yeah. such a good like weird metaphor for grief and like yeah. the, like this is bargaining and this is yeah. like oh, it was yeah. so good yeah. Um, yeah let's sorry that was way off. no product, no no this but, is good
1: yeah, i I I, I I love this stuff i love you guys you guys are some of my best friends
2: thank you script scribbles for making us yes, cry yeah let
1: <laughs> sure. sure. we'll see you at galley i'm gonna punch you in the no, you're probably not. Back of the head. No, <laughs> <hug. We're gonna laughs> my hand will you. shatter. Um, so let's talk a little <laughs> He also bit. made me write,
2: cause I, I'm a guesting, I think all of us are at some point doing a guesting yeah. thing on there. And like, <laughs> yes. the stuff he had me do
1: was actually really gut wrenching, so yeah. cool. I still haven't recorded mine cause I've been, yeah. I've had this kind of cold on and off for the last couple of weeks, but I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get to it, I'm sorry.
2: Um. I have to, what? I have to record painful groaning sounds cause like, my, my recording is fine, but there's a part where my character is like, in pain and I need to like yeah. record just like, Sound effects that they can put in of her yeah. reacting to stuff. Time
0: to freak out some neighbors. I love yeah. it. Oh, I love that. So let's, doing let's
1: talk a little bit about season two. Oh, I'm right. going to quickly both, we have two, we have. Three questions about season two. I'm going to blow through two of them. First question Riley and Dan, quickly. what are your thoughts on, uh,
0: on how season two's
1: plot's working out so far? Uh,
0: so, season two, you two are coming back?
3: It's, yeah, I hope so. Oh, good. I mean, yeah, I'm, still, still, I'm still waiting on the counter offer, but. Yeah, you know. we're still in the middle of contract
1: negotiations. We're off at zero. We're just waiting to hear the Yeah, yeah, yeah um, just
0: I'm writing zero on a piece of paper and I'm sliding it across <laughs> the table.
1: That's a lot of zeros. <laughs> oh, wow. And no other numbers. It's just zeros, um, <laughs> Well, so,
2: you know what? Look, there is a Star Wars podcast that maybe wants me to. Play. mostly I play Ray, so I might like, do oh, that. Oh, well. okay. Well, well, don't
1: forget, there's also that Suicide Squad podcast that is interested in, in... me, Poison Ivy. Yeah, because yeah. i no, would no, actually play Peter so.
4: Capaldi. <laughs> um, next, <laughs> <just the> <laughs> so, two fan
1: questions, both uh, that Peter sent to us via email. Although Peter was my dad's name, so thanks for that. I'm crying again, <laughs> <laughs> um, for the next, way s- to go, Peter. Way to have a name. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> For the next season, are you going to have original villains and monsters? Yes, we are Absolutely. very aware of the fact that we did a lot of stuff with mm-hmm. classic and like pre-existing monsters on the show because we had cool ideas. This season, um, I think we're going to do more original stuff. We're mm-hmm. still going to do some stuff with some... Because, I mean, we have the Time Lords. We ended with the Time yeah. Lords. We kind of have to start with the Time Lords. That's That's
0: kind of the biggest... Yeah. For us, it's... Uh, we're doing the biggest classic monster, quote unquote, which is yeah. next season's about Gallifrey and the Time yeah. Awards. The biggest monster
3: is the Friends we Made Along the Way.
1: Yeah, that's very true. That's all
3: true. I, I, I know. And it's also
1: true in this case. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I know that, you know, you want to do original monsters, but I really, and Riley said it last time, I just I cannot wait for your Pating episode. Like, oh, just, oh, just with bated breath.
1: I will walk over to the other side of the room, grab that pot, and throw it at you. <laughs> <laughs> do you know I, they gave me the live show, listener. They gave me a, one of the pop figures of the Pating. Yeah the saronga your, your
2: favorite monster you know, your different. favorite um, episode I, <laughs> I think the reason why i'm excited about original monsters is because i'm tired of this hacky. You know, i like
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what i like about original monsters is that i do feel like one of the issues with i'm sorry i made a joke now i can't get through it i think that one of the things that like with especially like classic monsters or monsters who had a very definitive episode mm. is it's very hard as a player to like how do I solve this problem without just retreading what was already mm-hmm. done? And yeah. I don't think I succeeded with that with Hardwire. I think Hardwire, I essentially just was like, hey, what if I did the ending of Idios Lantern with the different ingredients? And that's kind of what it like, I didn't mean it on purpose, but like, basically Idios Lantern ended with that, with the Betamax, and then Hardwire ends with the Zip Drive. Like, yeah. I feel like that, it's still a good episode and it's still like, well, this is this version with this companion dealing with it, so it's a little bit different. But like, I do feel like that's a problem that the televised show runs into a lot too. Mm. Is like when they bring back some of the villains, a lot of times there's only really one way to take care of them, and so oh, yeah. a different monster gives us the ability to kind yeah, of think outside yeah. the box of it. Something
0: I, else too that oh sorry oh
2: no no go
1: for it. I was gonna make a dumb <laughs> joke, but uh, you know I'll do my joke. But I think the problem with uh the problem with the original monsters is that when they came back and they remade the show in color and they did the monsters today, uh, I think it really highlighted the weaknesses of the original show, even though it ran for like. Or six seasons, and I think you have to recast those actors, it's difficult to do. And honest, honestly, I just think they, they probably shouldn't have done it.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: wait, so. did they remake the monsters? Yeah, they did it in the 90s, it was called The Monsters Today. I remember like a
2: movie, but I don't remember like a whole, like, they did no, a whole TV show.
1: TV show. It was sh- oh, wow. the, the whole premise was that they were in the 60s, they went to sleep in like cryogenic pods something knocks the devices to not wake them up till the 90s and they emerge in vivid like 90s sitcom color sets oh i don't remember that at all yeah that's a real
2: wow. thing i remember i remember one tv movie and like david herman played herman munster but that's all i remember
0: from it yeah yeah i just remember mockingbird lane which was that uh brian fuller pilot of the mm. monsters that just like never went yeah a couple, couple years, years ago, ago. It was the grandpa
1: eddie is you're saying least,
2: yeah. that there's a brian fuller project that like oh no no this did... one didn't even get past the pilot <laughs>
0: The thing that excites me as well about uh uh original monsters is, I think, one of the traps that sort of happened between Ben and I writing and getting into the room with with y'all playing was it sort of became a guessing game of, like, which monster is it? Like, I felt like we were giving you, like, Scooby-Doo clues. You'd be like, oh, is it the Sea Devils? We were like, yeah! Like, reveal <laughs> the thing. You're like a Pokemon. It's just like, no. It's <laughs> like... old
1: man, the Sea Devils all
0: along. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, who's that? Classic Doctor Who monster. Yeah. Like, it, you know. Pikachu. And
1: you
2: had to have yeah. a character. Like, and Sea Devils is a great example because, like, you had to have that unit guy. Like, I think this one, they called themselves the Sea Devils. Like, it was <laughs> such, like, a, like, kind of. Moldy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was a little. And also,
2: uh, like, like, the Son of Our thing is a great example of it. the Son yeah. of Wars is, like, cool. Here's a monster, like, doesn't, ex- that only exist in Ben's brain, basically. But, like, they brought it to the podcast and then everybody else, like, knew what it was. And so when you did that, that was a great, like, way yeah. to do it.
0: Yeah. We, we're hopefully, uh, We've got a little bit of a head start, uh, this time, which is nice that so we've been generating some,
2: uh, original. Oh, yes. I mean, you had a head start last time too, because you guys created. Yeah, we sh- caught sh- up. We don't talk about that. Um, we'll talk about that. Uh, the you, other you, question you, you and then of the show together and so like fa- fa- like, fa- fa- like it was like a, a six month period after I was asked to do it well, I need you guys
1: need you to stop
0: yeah we like could have been gonna... thinking about plots and stuff but we didn't we slept mostly <laughs> we, we, we went out for drinks and um... <laughs> we have the season arcs figured out yeah, the it. it's the episodes
1: just who's gonna hilarious. be in them what they're gonna do Yeah.
4: You know. um, the other question that Peter asked
0: the
1: other question that Peter asked and I think this is a question that I don't think we can answer because we I think it will depend partly on... I think so,
0: you're putting the idea in our head, Peter. Yeah. Um,
1: are, uh, are there plans for a purely historical game with no sci-fi elements? How would you guys feel about playing something that is purely
3: historical? I mean, we don't have much of a choice. Like, when we sit down to record, it's whatever you throw at or, us we have to deal with. Do we? Because I think one of the one of the things that we, we are going into,
1: and I think we, we should all keep in mind as we go into playing and writing mm-hmm. Season 2, is that the Doctor now has a TARDIS with a functioning navigation system. Mm-hmm. There's no randomizer anymore. Um, And that is definitely going to have an impact on um, the locations and and destinations that we'll be going to. I think one of the things that we'll be doing is giving you guys a little bit more agency with regards to where you want to go next, what type of Locations you want mm-hmm. to try to visit. We won't, you know, the TARDIS being the TARDIS, you're not always going to I was like, that's not
2: true about any other doctor no. in the history of the show. <laughs> but go ahead. That's like when, when Jody Whittaker was first cast and someone made some joke on Twitter about now the doctor won't be, won't be able to drive the TARDIS and Colin Baker responded with name one doctor <laughs> who, who that is <laughs> not historically even true about. <laughs>
1: like uh, David Tennant, he was able to rotate the TARDIS 90 degrees so that the door wasn't facing <laughs> yeah, a trash true. can. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty great. Yeah, Checkmate I, atheists.
0: <laughs> yeah, what is it? Change uh, my mind. Tenant, maybe River, I mean, River Song's probably the best oh, River, part absolutely. of the tar- well, Yeah, Nissa's very good at driving. And also, why
2: I do love the gag in, it, it's so dumb, but in the, the, uh, Journey, the Journey's End where the joke is like, no, it's just supposed to have six people flying yeah, That's why I yeah. don't gotta do it myself <laughs> normally I have a whole team. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah.
1: So I, I think that's something where I think, because, because we, we, I mean, no, no, not mincing any words, the randomizer exists to allow us Mm -hmm. to throw adventures at you. I think now that you as the Doctor and Dan as Travis have well less there's less of that randomness i think you i
2: I, yes and no The 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 randomness is gone but the way the tardis has always worked is that like it takes it takes the doctor where it thinks that she needs to be essentially so it's it's avalon at the end of gargoyle like gargoyle season where they like never they keep going different places like it's what a
3: wonderful comparison (laughs) i'm so happy about that because i love gargoyle so much I,
2: i think that like yes but like the amount of times a doctor has said oh we're like I dress for Rio with Amy Pond. Like yeah. that is, that is the TARDIS. Like the TARDIS is a mind Black of Hall, its own.
1: Cut to interior courtroom. Day. Yeah.
2: So like if you, I, I a hundred percent do not want to make this next season one where I, I as a oh, doctor get not. to choose no. that. So having that out of the way, my issue with historical episodes is that I think that they were an element of the show before the show became what it is now known as. Mm-hmm. I think that back then it was just this like, somewhat educational attempt to at show like like oh we'll have history ones and we'll have like sci-fi ones yeah. that teach about scientific things in space a lot of lip service to those ideas even then but i think it can work but one of the things you have to keep in mind is that like when you are research when you like land in the middle of this huge but though back then it'd be like this is an actual historical event like there's the marco polo here's here's this thing happening you have a team of writers who can research the actual events, and then the mm-hmm. characters are written to follow through those events as they were. Yeah. We don't With, have that. We don't have that. So if you drop us into a historical scene, if it's an actual, like, point in history, then we have that fear of, like, will my doctor be too afraid of messing up
1: history? And then you get yeah. into, like, Marty McFly and trying to, like, save his parents mm-hmm. kind of thing. We have an example of that in the show. The, the cold open and lethargic of the flashback where the plane swoops down at, at Millie. Historically, Millie stands, stands, like, stands firm and kind of plants her feet in the ground and kind of lets the plane kind of come down and then swoop over her. Um, which I think we thought Melinda, had, we thought that we thought Melinda knew that. So when Melinda made the choice to run away, it's like, oh, well, oh, well, I guess that's what happens. But, um, there's an example. I think that's, I think that's a very, you, you make a very good point. I think that's a good, good reason not to do a pure historical. I think, and I think it's unlikely. I also think genuinely I think that's less interesting to listen to is just now you're in Shakespeare times. Let's go see a play and oh there's a murder, but it was a man what did it. Like I think that's less Well
2: but I, I do think it will be interesting if you guys could find a way to make it work. Mm. Oh now you said uh, we have to
1: do it. Great, thanks. No,
2: I I'm saying <laughs> well, I'd love to do it. I think that will be I think that what you could do is if you did a historical episode where you are set in the past, it's on Earth, but there is a conflict that is contained in the episode. It's not like King James the First is gonna burn this witch, but it can be like it could be like in the Witch Finders, like that could have been a good episode if it was just there this woman is kind of a crazy landowner who thinks mm. that her neighbors are mm-hmm. witches and she decides the doctor's a witch is trying to burn her. You could I love the Witch Finders. I think it's one of the better episodes of that yeah. season. But you also could almost do the exact same episode and not have the sci-fi element come in the end, and it still would have been a good episode. I agree. If you do an me. episode about like the hysteria of people in an area and how that happens, like that could be really interesting. So there is a way to do it, but I do think it's very tricky. Yeah, and I think
3: I, that it's different from what Doctor Who became as a show. Yeah. Yes. I think we because it is not scripted, we can do historical setting, but maybe not historical events.
1: Yes. I think that's probably yeah, the, events best, would be the tough. best approach.
0: Well, um, I mean having this conversation I've already I've been thinking of, like, oh, we could, yeah, the, we we could stick you guys turn. there. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned wanting a pirate
2: episode. We could easily do a pirate like... episode. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to have an alien pirate. Yeah, like, I would love to do that. Although, something... then again, the fun of having it be like, oh, the Kraken is, like, this type of creature from this planet, that would be really kind of thing. Yeah. I kind of think it would be fun, too. Um, oh, yeah.
0: Bring I back
3: think, the battle crap.
1: I think that uh, probably the best way to... uh
0: to... It's the
3: great
1: great grandfather that, yeah. <laughs> that I blowed up.
3: Oh, yeah. That's why the other one was after us. Yeah, yeah. I remember you.
0: It's like my sworn
1: enemy. My whole
0: family has passed the down the tales of the Doctor. My great grandfather, the crab, was <laughs> killed by who <you. laughs> the King
1: Crab.
3: crab- my yeah,
1: grandfather him. was one of the crabs that ate Amelia
4: Earhart.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather Crabby. Yeah. Crab. I messed up. Forget it. <laughs>
1: um. So I think. One thing we should we should probably do before uh we wrap things up. I want to turn it over to to you guys to see if you have any questions for me and Michael about either about season 2 or about um what we've done in season 1. Is there anything do you guys have any questions for us?
2: Um I don't know if I have any. I think that most of my thoughts about season 1 came during what we talked about then. Mm. Maybe I should have asked more questions, but um yeah, I don't know. I feel like trying to think of when of like what question. I wish I I wish you had like maybe asked us ahead of yeah, time. Yeah, I wish I, 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 I... This I is I just kind of along yeah, the lines an answer, of, like, yeah. asking Dan to populate the entirety of Sheffield, New Jersey <laughs> ahead of time. Like, maybe, like, it might have been good to be like, hey, think about some
1: questions you might have for us. Do you have anything? Because I might give...
3: New. No. Okay. Dan, could you populate the entire town of Sheffield, New Jersey? Sure. Um, um,
1: Aaron uh, Anderson.
3: Yeah, there, yeah. Aaron, Flibble, uh, uh, Amanda, Adam... Uh, <laughs> Actually,
1: you know what? I will, I will ask you a question, Michael, um, <laughs> because... When I first pitched you and Melinda this idea back in Gallifrey, uh, Gallifrey 1 in 2018, we were all, we'd all been drinking. We'd all have, we'd all had many, too many drinks. You were very enthusiastic. And by the way, I know when you, I know when you have been drinking because you will text me pitches
0: for episodes yeah or I'll, or, or, or as happened at galley yep. one that explains year, a lot of the plots of the season <laughs> yeah. no, there, was, there was literally a moment at galley one last year where i reached across a room
4: just <laughs> like, drunk out Armstrong.
0: Cord, like just mr fantastic the <laughs> longest my arm has ever been grabbed ben by the lapels pulled him in and went
2: i have an idea for season
0: two man <laughs> I, ex- I explained the idea to Ben yes. and as I was explaining, i was like this is literally just a sentence. I have nothing else to go with this. <laughs> Which is how a lot of these episodes yeah. start. And Ben and I had it. a
2: moment at Galley this year. We were playing Munchkin and like oh, one yes. of the cards was like, you have to answer this question truthfully. Oh no. Or drink, or I can't remember what it was. And I, I asked them to their face. I was like
4: <laughs> I was like,
2: tell me the secret about my doctor's regeneration. <laughs> yeah. And oh, I, think, no. I, think, I think I think I said, How did my doctor regenerate? And they got so
4: oh, no. mad at me, <laughs> <laughs>
2: and it was because they—they like they, they had a drink at that point, yeah. and it was like the greatest moment. Because I knew, I knew you weren't gonna answer me, but I loved that I had this question that you could not possibly answer it, me without you, ruining you, everything. I was
1: so so. Annoyed that you had been given Steve Jackson gave you this power, yeah, and I, and I can either tell <laughs> you or drink. Yeah, um, but the, the question I wanted to ask Michael: uh, when I first pitched this idea to you and Melinda in 2018, it was I was after our live show, mm. um, and I thought I, I said to you, I've always wanted to do this as a podcast. And when, when was the moment? What what did I say to you that made you think yes, I want to go to there? Like, what was what drew you to this?
0: Oh, uh, and I suppose that
1: question actually works for you guys as well. Like, what what about doing this made you want to hop on board this...
0: Yeah, you had mm-hmm. me at home. Clearly
1: very financially lucrative concept.
0: I mean, that's honestly like when the notion came up of like hey, do you want to, you know, do your live stream and write some Doctor Who? Like, yes. I do, I do want to do that. I want to get all the stuff, all the like, you know, how I would have done it, quote unquote, or whatever ideas out of my head about this show, because... I'm probably not going to get to, like, do this for real. So, yeah. I mean, it's the conversation. For me, it was the moment we all kind of decided, I don't know if this was a, a you and me conversation, Ben, or the you know, three of us figuring figured it out, but I think I talked about it last episode as well, but, like, we're not just going to do, like, fun, Whovian, you know, we're, we're going to write a season of this thing. Mm. Like, we're going to have... I pitched you, you know,
1: the idea that, is becoming season 2. That I remember that now.
0: Yes. yes. Oh yeah, and that was it's funny cuz in that conversation we were like that's a great season 2 idea cuz yeah. it's so Cause you have to build to it. It's big and it's it's a weird corner of Doctor Who mythos and like having that in mind has has given us sort of the courage to run right, filling faces. Is like great. a whole pile of other mythos stuff that we tackled. Was this is
2: a whole lot of talking about stuff that two people understand. the talking code. Half the room and also the entire audience is like, we yeah. don't know what's happening. Yes. Let's, but that let's, great let's idea that we had for the genius yes. idea that the that everyone knows is going to be the most fantastical.
0: Yes, it's
1: code. We're going to have them encounter the Okle esnay Onster May.
0: What? I don't know. The the, the funny thing is, is the idea no you one pitched me. No picture see
1: your face, Riley. But that was so wonderful. <laughs> it was just for me, and it made me very happy. Thank you very much.
0: Well, no, but, I mean the idea you pitched me is is what Stupid. has happened a lot it's the with worst idea. no. Uh, but it's it's like a lot of, I guess, our takes on yeah. a lot of the Sue stuff, which is a relatively simple tweak that makes things make sense. Yeah, we've we've been yeah.
1: like. This is stuff that we've been stewing on for a very long while. I don't want to spend too much time talking about this because, again, we're making this is Riley the trouble and taking these two questions. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, there will be more shows. Yeah. Riley, know. what,
1: what, what made you agree to participate in, in this
2: nonsense? I mean, to quote you from a few minutes ago, you had me at hello. It was just very much like when the, when I got this message from you, um, cause you and I, we had met a little bit, like we, we met, like, legitimately met, like we'd like, maybe like had met in passing before, but we'd like, Formally met each other in Taz cosplay at the previous yes. years, like I, I was wearing uh, blue jeans and yeah, and I was loop, which yeah. is actually like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> like that's like, and I,
2: I actually yeah, that's actually like that was like pretty appropriate. That's, that's yeah. great. I mean, I don't know it's appropriate, but it was just
1: yeah, <laughs> was, um, it, 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 we 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 were and we're, and have since kind of been, been drawn together, not yeah, not romantically, but certainly in terms of friendship. Yeah,
2: like, and yeah. so yeah, that, that's when we met and we got to talking, and then you messaged me about it and. Yeah, it just very much was the kind of thing that uh, it it happened at a time when I was starting to get really interested in doing like more role playing and I like was like returning to role playing after a long absence from it and I was so enamored with with Taz and I was so enamored with that kind of like concept of this like shared storytelling and I love Doctor Who so much and I was like so excited for the new series to begin with Jody so it was like it. Everything was hitting. I was like, people I like, doing a thing I like, in a format that I'm interested in, and, and, like, and I didn't even know at that point in time that I was gonna get to be the doctor. I had been the doctor already in a couple of one-offs for Hyper RPG, but that was not the plan yet for the show. The plan then was, we're gonna roll dice to see who gets to become the doctor. And then I like proved to you that I okay. had to be the oh, doctor. Absolutely, no. um, you did. everyone in the room agreed. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's I, I, me saying it feels a lot more fake-headed. But yeah, um, <laughs> so say it louder. Yeah, um, I'm the doctor. Um Oh, mate. Good day, doctor- mate. I'm the no, doctor. No, no I d- it's
1: Davros. <laughs> no.
2: I was doing the thing from uh, <laughs> I was doing the thing from revelation from resolution where she's like, "Oh, night, uh, I'm the doctor. Yes. Haven't you yeah, heard? You're right, so or, is how awesome. it, that what she says? I'm the doctor. Ring any bells? That's what it is. Because yeah. that was my galley ribbon this year. It was all because I was like, finally, we had this like doctor moment. Of, yeah. Like, um, yeah. So that was like, it was a really, really, really easy sell for me. Like, I was pretty much saying yes before I finished reading your message. Which is sucks because I could have asked for money, I found out later. <laughs> <my head>. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, could, could you? you? No. Could I? Was, you could, <laughs> oh, absolutely. You could have asked for money. I could have. Money, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um, there isn't any, but you can ask. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the thing for me. And then I'll let Daniel ask that question and then I'll ask you questions about your thoughts about making the show. Yeah.
3: Um, well, F, you had had me as a guest on the first live show galley 2017, yeah, g- and I yeah. think you had even posited the idea that early or you were at least talking about I it, it i think like, i talked about
1: it as like a like a yeah wouldn't it be nice if dot dot dot
3: i yeah. don't think there was any real thought and then it. the next year i was more than happy to come back and, and play it again and then i think uh you basically said you're one of my cast members do you want to do it And i'm like yeah i do it was fun like and then and, and i you know i honestly didn't know what to expect you know not because i had any preconceived notions it was just you know oh jumping into doctor who that's that's a big pool to jump into and um yeah it's just amazing how like naturally everything has kind of settled into place just in terms of character and fun and story and yeah uh I, I I wish I I I wish I was had a better answer than you asked me and I said yes. No, but I mean Yeah, but that's Yeah.
2: Here's my question for y'all. Sure. Um when Why do you <laughs> suck so bad. <laughs> Why are you just jerks? My question for you is that did you name the show before you decided that Raslam was gonna be the antagonist, or did you name the show because you had landed on that idea?
1: I I named the show the game of WrestleOn, because the first time i realized i wanted to do this um long before we had any story long before i'd even pitched it to michael long before i think even we did the live shows at galley um was when i was a guest on the podcast the watchathon of WrestleOn, and originally there was talk of having it you know having me gm for those guys and i i i think i bought the domain the game of com in like 2016 2017 because at the time i thought well this is clearly going to happen and then it, it didn't like i think we we had we we did we did a version of a mesh sesh that I don't think anything anything came of. And I realized I'm realizing now with horror that I'm basically saying you guys were not my first choice. Um But it it was just one of those. I mean, I knew that because there were people that
2: I was told were going to be part of this project when we first started that ended up not doing it. So like that was very much a
1: thing that like I knew a long long. So that's okay, good. For me. That's good. That's great. Yeah. I feel less guilty about that now. But yeah, like the game of wrestling is is has always felt like the natural title for me. And I think with hindsight, maybe a more inclusive title that isn't so like such it's such a niche doctor who reference i yeah. mean the, in fairness that the the x of wrestle on the the spatula of wrestle the decorative you know bath towel of wrestle that's kind of a meme in doctor who fandom for people who are fans of the classic series so i'm hopeful that you know that Car- carries a little bit of something, but because if there's one thing we know about classic Who, it's that a lot of modern day
2: F- Who fans and also non-Who fans know a lot about it. Oh, absolutely, oh,
1: yeah. yep. that's, that's true. true. Um, I just
2: like that you're like, I uh, thought that was really inclusive to take a thing that's a meme of specific fans of this niche genre. Yeah, yeah
1: that that title has kind of always been in my head, but the uh, the idea of having Last appear at the end of the season didn't occur to us until we were planning Getaway. Mm-hmm. And, and then Michael had the brilliant idea of, oh, what if R was, 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 I mean, we were gonna have Rastalon appear and then you added that extra layer of, of nonsense that we now all hate and you, yeah, you as an extension of
2: it. But on the plus So you side, didn't intend Rastalon to be the villain at
1: all in that episode? Originally. I think that Rastalon probably would have come into it eventually, but the title came, l-
4: cat, please.
1: The title came long before we had even, like, the, the story, the foundation of the story arc. And once we had the foundation of the story up and we knew what we were doing, incorporating Rassilon into that just felt like a natural progression. And so yeah. the title has retroactively become uh relevant in a way that we had not planned for, but in a way that is kind of wonderfully symmetrical. In the same way that Dan, in the group chat, you have said that the album artwork for the podcast <laughs> is, in your mind, that's that's the other TARDIS escape. Oh, yeah. Re- reality yep, that is my headcanon. Yeah. <laughs> Which is which is beautiful, but yeah, that was that was never like part of a grand design. It was just it was just accidental symmetry. It seems to frequently happen on this show in a way that I'm Mm. very happy with.
0: Yeah, I mean, once you're dealing with the Time Lords and particularly the kind of story we're telling, particularly about sort of a stagnant Time Lord culture, um, you kind of need them.
2: Yeah, well, especially because the modern series has definitely turned Raslon into an antagonistic character. Yeah. You know, yeah. In classic series, he was always kind of like this mythological being, or like just like this historical figure of Time Lord Society yeah. who he mm. didn't interact with, but definitely had like elements of like the game, like the game of Rassilon on Rassilon was like this trick to like t- yeah. capture the ambitious people that would look for his power. And so to make it this version of him being the one that's like played by Timothy Dalton and then I don't remember any of the actor who played him in... uh haven't uh, oh, sent, I but forget the
1: name of the guy. yeah,
2: which is the more, cause I, I wish they could have gotten Timothy Dalton back because Timothy Dalton is my favorite Bond actor in non Bond projects. That's because he just like yeah, you know, whenever he comes into anything, he just eats all the scenery. He's so good in Hot, uh, hot Fuzz, it's, oh, yeah. it's oh, so, so fantastic. But yeah, that so th- I, that was I always wondered that when we got to Rastlon at the end of it, I was like, is that why this has been the game of Rastlon
1: all along? or was just like some long con. Yes, Ben Pull. Yeah,
0: yeah, yes. No, but no. This turns out also yes. Yeah, but also yeah, why not? Yeah,
1: I think I think we when when we decided it was like oh now it's the game of wrestling like it makes sense to kind of roll him into into it.
3: I, I have a super quick question. Yeah, is Travis going to get gold or silver? That's, that's up to that's, Travis.
1: That's entirely yeah. That's up to Travis. What does Travis? I mean,
0: once it? you decided that Travis just bought his own Game Boy, it was like oh, I guess Travis is going to like go to Fye and buy games now. Like, Cool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really you don't have... go to Fye
3: to buy your games. You go to uh, I, yeah, I don't know these things. Well,
2: go but you same? might
3: have gone to FYE back when those were new. No no, 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 no. You you got you got your DVDs maybe from there, but you you can go to Electronics Boutique for your games. Boutique. Oh I my know. god, I've got EB EV even existed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I remember getting wow. a game.
1: I got a Game Boy Color for my birthday when I was I was 13 years old. I was here in LA visiting my dad and my stepmom honestly, for 3 months. Got a Game Boy Color for my birthday. They took me to an EB so and you can get anything that I touch. they said any game you want, get yourself a game. I got Mortal Kombat 4 for the Game Boy Color in the car drive home 20 minutes. Uh, drive home about five ten minutes in. Oh, I finished the game! Brilliant. I can't imagine how angry my parents must, my my dad and my stepmom must have been <laughs> that they just spent thirty full American dollars on a game that I definitely completed in the car. Also, just a bad port. But um, what game was <laughs> it? Mortal Kombat Four. Oh right. Manchester United nil.
2: I I will make a mistake. I will admit I forgot. I wasn't thinking about what FYE was because I don't think we had those in my area. And so I was thinking of fries. Ah. And so oh. I was like, well, fries was a pretty popular
1: electronic store back in that
2: day. But oh, now, no. yeah, you're right. FYE's yeah. is very different.
0: No fries in Pennsylvania.
1: So know. I think that's a really good place to wrap up this entire endeavor. Thank you very much for listening to, uh, behind the screen. Uh, or the mm-hmm. Wrestle Fidential or the, the game of or of Rassalon.
3: You think by the end we would have figured out No, a name? it's,
1: well, it's behind it's the screen. We already called it that, I but don't. I like saying all the other titles because it makes me happy. <laughs> um, again, I want to show a shout out, a huge thank you to uh, Luke Baldridge, who did our alternate theme for this show. Um, who also did the previously on theme, which is, I, I don't think we talked about it, but it has kind of become our de facto theme for Riley's Doctor. A huge thank you to Drew Krasowski, who composes our, who, who composed, didn't compose, arranged our main theme for um for the the show kind of that really cool 90s rock arrangement um which again fun fact inspired by your doctor that's why he made those choices uh huge huge thank you to david king who edits the show uh huge thank you to dan and riley and michael and melinda um for for everything you guys have done on the first season um and uh huge huge thank you everyone for being wonderful and delightful and thank you to you listeners for listening to the show for sending us questions and, uh, hopefully for joining us, uh, as we, uh, begin production on season two, which we're gonna, uh, we're aiming to have the first episode out probably, uh, in January. We're gonna try to mirror the release pattern for season one. Yes, we um, can. in a couple of weeks, I don't know whether we're gonna do it in two weeks or whether it might be a little bit longer. We are gonna release our August live show that we recorded at Geeky Teas and Games in Burbank, uh, back in August 23rd. Um, we're not gonna tell you the title. For that one just yet because mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it for you, but it was a lot of fun. It was a really fun live show.
2: It's real weird. I'm gonna give you guys yes. I'm give you all a heads up that it, it went a little <laughs> yes. off the rails at some points. Uh, it, it's real fun, but my favorite Basically thing about every
0: it. Basically, time I have to play a character, my favorite thing about it,
2: and I'm not gonna say any details, but is that Ben named Michael's character, and then Michael took that character's name as literally as possible in the most absurd, <laughs> <and> ridiculous <laughs> way,
0: thing. and <laughs> just, I
1: can't wait for y'all to hear it. Yeah, really got out of my, really out of my head. Yeah. yeah. Um and uh. <laughs> Yeah, so that's gonna go up, uh, and then just, uh, like, uh, I think like a week we record the first serial of season yeah. two. We are Pod at Pod on both Twitter, Instagram. We're also, I think that on Facebook, if we're allowed to have a vanity URL Me there. Indeed. Um, you can find the podcast where you are listening to it right now. I don't know why oh, I yeah. started that sentence.
3: Tell your friends though.
1: Please do tell your friends Please do. Like- yeah.
3: And also rate and, uh, leave, uh, review. That would be immensely helpful Huge to, yeah. uh, yeah, uh, Kind of push us towards the higher, uh, on yeah. the list for if you're Doctor Who stuff. Listening to this on YouTube, definitely
2: give it a little thumbs up there. And leave some good comments. Leave some good comments, yeah. Yeah, don't forget to subscribe to the official Doctor Who YouTube channel. <laughs> Hang on, I, I gotta also do it the though. right way. I gotta do I gotta make myself. This, oh, is, this is the yeah. moment. Oh, yes, he's yes, yes, Here we
1: go. All right. All right. Whoa.
2: Don't forget to subscribe to the official Game of Rassilon YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. Wow. We, we find, She's it, the doctor now. It's taken us a year, but we're finally legit. Um, and I'd also like to encourage people to go to tinyurl.com slash who for schools. Oh, yes. Uh, do contribute to that, that charitable event that's going on. Not only are you going to be helping schools across the globe, uh, you'll also get access to some really cool exclusive, uh, commentaries for season 26 of the classic season, including commentaries by the wonderful Riley Silverman, who's sitting across from me right now. We should
2: point out, we recorded this in October of 2020, so if you're listening to this episode later in the run of the series, That's true. that may oh. not be happening anymore. However, yeah. it's always still great to support education.
1: Riley's an actual time traveler, because it is October 2019.
2: That's right. You're right. I did. I did oh, do that.
1: Wow. Um, do please share your, share the podcast. Please review the podcast. Small podcasts like ours live and die by word of mouth and we really appreciate the fact the people who listen to it we appreciate you listening to it we get messages from people like like lisa who listens to it with her daughter like that's that's fantastic like it's something she that... gave me dice yeah
4: hey. um she, oh, told, and she
2: told me that i made her day when i made that reference to her <laughs> when i said torch <laughs> instead of flashlight yes.
3: also because there's enough notice um if you are going to be a gallifrey one uh in february of 2020 in los angeles california all of us will be there, so come say mm-hmm. hi. Yeah, come have
2: a drink with us, That's in right, the... we're a get. They got Eccleston, and they got the Game of Rassalon. Oh, yeah. Because the, they're it, out yeah. of money for anybody else. If Two
1: new series of... doctors. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you think about it, between uh, Davison, Eccleston and Silverman, they've got three doctors. Oh, this my year. God. Yeah, it's the three <laughs> doctors.
2: Yeah. I, I, if somebody was, is cosplaying as my doctor at, at Galley, I will
3: lose my mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, but
1: I will go one further. If I see, if anyone, anyone is cosplaying as any character, who has appeared in the game of Rassilon, I will legit give you one of the dice out of my dice bag. That is a legit offer. It may not be a D6. Okay, except for Travis, because there's going to be a lot of dudes oh, yeah, with like, flannels of, yeah. and t-shirts. Oh, come on! Like... <laughs>
3: oh, well, if
1: Travis, if Travis has a um, that, what,
0: Jolteon... Jolteon. If they, they walk up with
1: a Jolteon or a Game Boy Color, yeah, yeah. Something they happen Pokemon to have...
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, if it's just a guy in a flannel, I mean, that could be anyone.
0: That's true, yeah. On the same token, if you are dressed as the Ark of Infinity Maxwell, that's fine, too. Uh,
1: yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, it checks out. Also, if Patterson Joseph is there, just come and say hi yeah, to me. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be good. Wait, is he going to be there? No, I don't think I will be there. I just, oh. If he just shows up. He uh, Patterson Joseph likes going to Doctor Who conventions because he's a big fan of the uh, Hinchcliffe era. <laughs> <laughs> he so loves
2: Los If Angeles he's Edward cosplayed Maria. as his Maxwell, we will just oh, die on I will oh, melt.
1: Uh, you put an idea oh. in my head that uh, will never be uh never be realized
4: if
0: anything, you're friends with it. patterson joseph
3: trick him into wearing a goofy hat and get a photo thank you <laughs> just any yeah.
1: goofy hat it's probably a time it's hat. worth
3: 100 game of on points yes. if you hey. get it and send yes. it to us yeah, anyway story points.
1: yes thank you for listening tinyurl.com slash who for schools enter that uh, uh, submit pay pay some money get access to those, those uh, commentaries get yourself a signed uh set of doctor who role-playing game dice signed by all of us here in the crew And also get an NPC named after you in the second season. Yes, I do. And we're going to wrap it up. Thank you very much for listening. And uh,
0: we love you. And uh, yes, to close, uh, answering one final uh, uh, listener question from Terry, Sergeant Puppers, Will Return.